0: <gasps> oh, I, feel
1: like, I feel like me singing that part was weird, but whatever.
0: You got shy, but it's okay.
1: I am shy. Cue the music.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Alexa.
1: And I'm Taylor, and we are Uncorked and Unfiltered.
0: We hope you all had a great weekend, um, doing whatever. Taylor, did you have a good weekend?
1: Um, sure.
0: <laughs> did you? Yeah, I hung out with the Amish, so it was pretty chill.
1: Oh my god, love the Amish.
0: Yeah, I felt. I like literally.
1: You're what? gonna literally say what I was saying. So I say know. It. You say it then.
0: Well, no, Taylor was texting me because she was like, all I'm thinking about while you're in Amish country is the Schitt's Creek episode where David, like, tries to run away and then is, like, stuck on this Amish farm for three days.
1: And, like, Alexis with her big hat. Oh, my God. My I love that episode. My older
0: sister, we went on this, like, horse and buggy ride and they, like, took us to a farm where we, like, walked around their house and, like, walked in their farm and met all animals and stuff. But, like, my older sister, who's, like, a fashionista – was wearing like a mini skirt and this cute top and like platform sandals and I was just dying because she literally was Alexis Rose
1: I love it I love it and then when like Alexis and the family pulls up and she's like <laughs> David
0: yes and then was like David,
1: we were worried where you are and your bags. (laughs) She only wants her purse back. (laughs) And then Alexis is like, things with Mutt have progressed. She's like, yeah. And she's like, we slept together. (laughs) I love that show. I think my dream would be to like meet them.
0: Me too. But also we should take a road trip to the town because they still have it all there.
1: I am so down. I wish the borders were not closed because I would say let's go tomorrow.
0: For sure. Once we're allowed in to any other country besides America, we have a lot to do.
1: Oof. Yeah, our list is getting pretty long.
0: I do think that it's also hysterical that we drunkenly bought Rome tickets and we're currently not allowed in the country.
1: Right, right. I will sail there. I'll swim.
0: No, for sure. If Greta Thunberg can sail Across the Atlantic, we can do it too. Maybe I'll hit her up and be like, can we borrow your sailboat?
1: Any tips, tricks, anything? Anything. I'll like buy a dolphin and just swim on that thing. Yeah, I'm sure you need to buy
0: one. I'm sure if you just ask him like, can I like hitch a ride? It'd be like, "Ah, sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me, Mr. Dolphin. Are you going to Rome by any chance? (laughs) God, I don't even know how we got there. I don't either. I'm just saying that country better open or we're screwed.
0: Yeah, seriously. That's the sum of the story right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, though. Let's see. Let's let's just like go right into our hot takes. I really am excited about this first hot take. For everyone, I'm sure everyone probably knows already, but Demi Lovato is engaged oh. to his name is Max Etrich. And they have been dating since March publicly. So like five months publicly, but you don't know, you don't really know when they first started like canoodling, but it definitely is quick. But in celebrity, I feel like in Hollywood, like
1: it's like years. Yeah. Yeah. Five months is like five years.
0: But Taylor, Taylor and I thought it was so funny because he's from Marlboro, New Jersey and that's five minutes away from my family's house. And Taylor used to live in Marlboro.
1: I know. We could have been neighbors and, like, had no idea. We might be. You never know. Crazier things have happened. Her ring, though, it is. I I am truly at a loss for words. I work weddings. I see wedding rings every weekend. Right. I have never been speechless from a ring before. And that thing. Really? You could see that ring from space. Yeah. Like, I swear. How many
0: carrots is that? Like, seven?
1: Okay. I did look it up. I think the total of the entire ring, like all of the diamonds, are 11.5, but I think that middle guy is 8 to 10. Wow. And it costs over a mil, I would guess. So, uh, the ring's cost is between 450 to 850 US dollars. Yeah, right. I bet it's closer to a million.
0: Right. Also, though, I know he's like a semi actor, but like, how does he have that much money to drop on a ring?
1: Literally my question exactly. Like like
0: that's a lot of did money. He,
1: did he sell his house?
0: Maybe. He might be homeless. Maybe. Well, I he, guess he's living with her, but
1: Right. Right. Also, he probably had to take out like a huge loan to pay for that bad boy. hmm
0: You bet. But honestly, good job, buddy. You killed it. Oh yeah. They're like so cute. Like I like I stalked I didn't really stalk them that much before they got engaged. But now that they did, like, I kind of went on a deep dive on, like, both of their Instagrams. And he's, like, so sweet. You can tell he's, like, obsessed with her. And Aww. I don't know. Like, I just – I have high hopes about this one. And did you see her – this, like, letter she posted on Instagram? I think it was yesterday. So it was, like, two days after the proposal. hmm But it was, like – it was her two-year anniversary. Two-year anniversary from that terrible drug overdose she had. Yeah, she yeah. almost died. Um, And she like relapsed. So she's been like two years sober. But like the letter was like the note she posted was so, I don't know. Like I got goosebumps reading it because she was like, I've changed and grown more in the past two years than I have my entire life. And she's like, I know I did this all on my own, but she was like, but now having him has given my life like a whole nother purpose. And I have never felt stronger. I have never felt more determined. Like, I don't know. Like, her words were, like, kind of, like, speaking from the page. And I could tell she wrote that from the heart. And I thought it was, like, so, so sweet. And she seems like she's in, like, the best place she could ever be now. So I just hope that, like, her life keeps getting better and staying this good. Because she's just she been through a lot.
1: Yeah, she has. Maybe they are each other's, like, soulmate kind of thing.
0: Yeah, I don't even know where they met.
1: I don't either. And he's only on like some TV shows or something, right? Like he's not super well-known. Yeah,
0: he was on like a soap opera and then he was yeah. like, in some random other stuff. I mean, maybe now that he's her fiancé, maybe he'll like book more roles or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he wasn't anything that, um, he wasn't that famous. Maybe he slid into her DMs or something.
1: Oh, I love when, like, celebrities do that because I'm like, wow, you guys are so normal. Like, it's so weird.
0: I feel like this happened, happens all the time. Pretty sure Joe Jonas slid into Sophie Turner's DMs. Love it. Nick Jonas DM'd Priyanka on Twitter. Love it. I feel like it happens all the time.
1: I mean, I'm so here for it. It makes it, like, less creepy when normal people do it.
0: Exactly. But, I mean, I guess that's, like, how are celebrities supposed to really, like, connect?
1: Yeah, that's true. I always thought it was like my people will call your your people kind of thing.
0: Me too, but I guess that is kind of awkward to have to tell your manager I like this person. Hook it up, like. Yeah. I guess it can be done, but to me, that's kind of scummy. I feel like they should have to like do the work.
1: Yeah, agreed. I guess it's easier too with social media now. True. I guess yeah. back in
0: old Hollywood, it was like send um a pigeon and a note to this girl,
1: <laughs> <laughs> a love letter, right well um
0: Weird. yeah but congrats super cute I love it we're I think here for wedding it. dress will probably be like stunning so looking forward to that
1: me too i wonder if they'll have like a quick wedding or if it'll kind of be in like a year or so
0: i know i think the same i don't know i could i guess covid kind of changes the game but i could go either way with them i think yeah either
1: because like i could see them having a small little like Thing really quick just if they want to do it or right i don't know we'll see
0: we shall see
1: i'm excited for it did you see what kanye west has been tweeting i
0: mean where do we begin guys Let's kanye, begin. <laughs> kanye is having a
1: moment i know i like i do feel bad for him because i do think he's having he's going through a breakdown like he's in the process of it yeah but, like, someone needs to take his Twitter away from him.
0: Yeah, he really, like, mean, like, him and Trump, if they have one thing in common, it's that they both need to get off the Twitter.
1: Literally. It's like Rage Tweet 2020. That should be the campaign slogan for both literally, of them.
0: Literally. Like,
1: we should have a contest. This should be who wins presidency. Whoever can rage tweet the most insane things wins at the rate we're going. <laughs>
0: The rate we're going, Kanye's winning because yeah. the tweets are insane. Like, he went on like a bunch of different rants. I think probably the worst thing that he did is he. Well, I guess this all starts when he was at. Um, he was speaking at his own rally, and he announced that Kim Kardashian wanted uh, an abortion when they were having their first child, North, and he convinced her not to have the abortion. And if I were Kim, I'd kill him.
1: Mm-hmm. he would, would be him. he would just disappear into thin air no one would know what happened to him no one would know like how dare you but i guess that's part of the whole breakdown that he's yeah. going through
0: yeah but it's just then like, crazy i guess he went on twitter and he started just going on different rants and i put my life on my god that north's mom would never photograph her doing playboy and that's on god i'm at the ranch come and get me Um, And then another tweet, I love my wife. My family must live next to me. It's not up to E or NBC anymore. And I did read that they were not living together for a few months, so that might have been what that's about. Uh,
1: Um,
0: Then he he tweeted, NBC locked up Bill Cosby, which is very controversial. (sighs) So then he goes, Kim was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up, like on the movie Get Out. Because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday. No, it's because you told the whole world your personal freaking business, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then he continued, everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me.
1: Like, who even are, I mean, you think very highly of yourself. You married into the Kardashian family. Like, that's a big name. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't base this movie off of you, I'm sure. No,
0: they he did just,
1: He just, like, it's honestly insane. So, like, when I read those types of things, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what is going through this person's head? Like, I try to, like, follow the, like, um, train of thought. And, like, right. we're stopping at too many stations and I'm just getting confused because I'm like, where am I even going now? I don't even know. I started – with Kim, and I ended up in the movie Get Out. Like, how am I here? It's I just, know. It's it's scary. It's crazy. I think they're saying he has bipolar.
0: Yeah, they are saying. And then Kim, she posted that whole statement on her Instagram. And she mm-hmm. was like, basically, like she wanted to stay silent, silent, but she felt like she couldn't. And she's like, Kanye suffers from a mental illness. And for people that are close to him and know him and love him, Understand these sporadic, you know, mm-hmm. situations that happen, but you know, she she and then she's like, I understand he's a public figure, so that when he does stuff, it's going to be talked about and it's going to become public. But then she, I guess, she was asking people to please respect that, like, he is a father, and there's more to meet the eye than hit with him. And honestly, the whole thing summed up. She was defending him hundred percent, and yeah. basically telling people to like back off. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty
1: sure I thought I heard too that she had said like or he had said in some of her tweets or somewhere that he had like accused her of sleeping with Meek Mill. Meek Mill, I think, and yeah. I was just like, that's bold. That's bold. Like to accuse your spouse of cheating with no knowledge or anything of. I mean, do you think it happened? So there is
0: photo evidence that she went to dinner with Meek Mill, but there was two other people at the dinner and they were talking about the whole prison reform thing that she has been going to the White House and freeing people that were wrongly convicted or just um, their convictions were insane and not just. Mm-hmm. So like there is photo evidence that she did go to this restaurant at a hotel and got dinner with Meek Mill and like two other people, but it's just a picture of them at dinner. Like there's no... right. So I don't know if he, like and I'm, I'm assuming she went without telling him or without asking permission, which, why should she need to? Obviously, he was pissed about that. I think McMill made a statement and kind of laughed it all off and was like, "This is these allegations are ridiculous.
1: Right. So he totally was just be- going based off that picture that, like, she must have think been cheating. I
0: he was pissed that she went and didn't tell him. Like, I right. think that's
1: what it was. But Interesting.
0: Yeah. The whole thing is. Then he went on and talked about Chris Jenner and he called her Chris John Oong, like Kim Jong un
1: I'm sorry, but I died.
0: That was funny. Like
1: that's so funny. And I saw like a meme and people had like put her face on Chris John Oong, or what's his name? <laughs> Kim <laughs> Jong uns like head. So it's like her face with his like hairdo. Oh my I God. peed my pants. I was laughing so hard. I love the internet. It's like
0: so do you believe that because then he went on this whole rampage and he posted screenshots of him trying to text her and she's like Chris and she's ignoring him hmm. and then started saying how um, Chris wants to lock him up and stuff. Like, Do you think that like the rest of the Kardashians or Kris Jenner hates him or do you think this is all like just like trying to be built up so it's like drama?
1: I don't know if they hate him as much as they're just kind of like you just aired out a lot of our dirty laundry and you didn't really have a right to do it. And I think they're probably just frustrated more than anything. Like, because we don't know how long this type of stuff's been going on for. We don't know if he's supposed to be on medication and isn't taking right. it or, like, has resisted help in the past or whatever. If he's been, like, resisting help and, like, not been taking his medication, I would imagine that she probably is, they probably are pissed. And they're like, dude, like, you just had a full on breakdown for the entire world to see. Like, you need to you need to get help. We need to get this under control. But I don't know. It'd be really fucked up if they just all of a sudden were like ignoring him and like leaving him in the dust for no reason other than, right. you know, cause it's not like he wanted to do this. It's not like he got drunk one night and like said stuff he shouldn't have said. Like this is clearly an issue.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I don't know. There is, I don't, maybe we probably, we probably won't really ever know what's actually going on, but it's getting messy. Because I yeah. don't think they... Like, he obviously knows a lot. And I don't think they realized that he would go, like, this far. Yeah. Was just, like, kind of, like, tweeting whatever he wants. So...
1: Yeah. And all the tweets were deleted. So... After 30 I mean, minutes
0: after he posted them.
1: Right. Which makes me feel like someone got a hold of him real quick to get that shit taken down.
0: Yes, I think so, too.
1: But I don't know. I mean, the internet's pretty quick, too. So, like, I don't, screenshotted not it because they knew. Yeah. You know, like... We gotta, they're like, keep this, this is gonna go
0: away. So we yeah. need to make sure it doesn't.
1: Yeah, I love the internet.
0: Me as well. But yeah, that whole thing is a shit show. And I'm, I, I was keeping up with it, but now it's almost getting to a lot where I'm like, what's going on? I guess it's also scary because he's genuinely running for president. So that's kind of crazy to think about.
1: Yeah. Um, if he becomes president i truly think i will move to italy full time
0: yeah i mean i i've just needed more and more reasons to do so but
1: right i don't know 2020 vision is seeming more and more i don't know it's...
0: um taylor i am going to let you finish but um taylor swift actually just had the best album of all time <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are we taking it back to like what, 20, 2009 Kanye? I
0: think it was the VMAs <laughs> when he interrupted Taylor and was like, hey, Taylor, I'm gonna let you finish. But Beyonce had. I, that video actually cracks me up the most because that's when she was like dating Taylor Lautner at the time. And the video is hysterical because like she won the, the award and Taylor Lautner is the one that presented it. So she was like about to speak or spoke like two sentences. And Taylor Lautner's next to her. So then Kanye West comes around, but all you see is Taylor Swift, who's like in heels, probably like six foot, and Taylor Lautner's like five six, and it looks like this little baby next to her. And I just remember him like not really knowing what to do, and and then he went on SNL like a few like a week later and kind of made fun of himself, how like he should have done something, and then he did this whole like taekwondo thing where he's like, "This is what I would have done." Oh my god. Oh my so
1: god. That is a great transition, though, into Taylor Swift's new album that just dropped the other day.
0: Right? I just thought, like, Kanye and Taylor, like, we can't pass that up.
1: We can't pass it up.
0: Uh, Yes, but people, she's done it again. Actually, she's never done a surprise album before. So she, on Friday, released her eighth album, which was called Folklore. And she announced Thursday, 24 hours before, that she was dropping this new album at midnight, which she's never done. She's always done long campaigns and promos and releasing like one or two singles before Mm -hmm. the album comes out. I remember I woke up the earliest of my sisters. It was like seven. And I looked at my phone and I immediately see it. And I actually woke up both of my sisters because my little sister is like a huge, huge Swifty. And It was – I actually wish I recorded it because I go to, like, hit her and I saw, like, the look of death in her eye. Like, she was going to kill me. And and then I was like, Taylor Swift is dropping a new album at midnight. So then her entire face changes and she's like, what? And I was like, bitch. (laughs) Um,
1: Best makeup call ever.
0: Yeah. So it was really funny. Um, But, yeah, so she dropped this song. I personally love it. It's actually – one of my favorite albums she's ever done it's very folky it's very indie but I like that type of stuff um Mm -hmm. and I I like some of her OG stuff more than like her super poppy stuff so like I was just happy to have almost like um I wouldn't necessarily call it acoustic because there's a lot of instruments involved in the songs but Mm -hmm. it's definitely a little bit more of like a broken down type of album super chill very fallish so it was interesting that she came out with it dropped it now instead of waiting until, like, September or something. Right. Um, But I have a few Easter eggs for you guys since Taylor is always really into doing, like, um, and there's actually a million, but some of them are, like, so extra. I was, like, some people are even saying that she's actually pregnant and was dropping hints because they were, like, grabbing all these, like, different dates in the music video. And I was, like, this is a freaking stretch. But some people get, like, crazy with it. Right. But she did say that this guy William Bowery um, wrote two of the songs with her when she was like announcing the album, and when people started looking into it, they realized that that name didn't exist. That wasn't a person. That wasn't a songwriter. It was no one that anyone's ever heard of before. So they're Hmm. realizing this is her once again using like a fake name for something, and what people are thinking is that it's actually her boyfriend Joe Alwyn that co-wrote two songs with her, and especially one of the songs is. I would say the most romantic song on the track. So it would make sense that he wrote it with her. Yeah. Um, And I think there was something that Bowery um, there's Bowery ballroom, which is in New York, which might've been around like where they met or they went somewhere there. So then there was some Easter egg like that. So then, Oh, she dropped, I think something about Joe Jonas in one of her songs and visual strings, which is actually one of my favorite. Um, it Basically, the song is about talking about like two different people that had to kind of go through their life a certain way to finally meet and that all along there was invisible strings connecting them, which I just think oh. is like a really cool – Like, I mean, her lyrics in this album are so smart, so intelligent, so well thought out, so that song is yeah. one of my favorites. But a lyric in it is, Cold was the steel of my axe to grind for the boys who broke my heart now I send their baby's presents. So they're thinking that was kind of a shout out because Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are about to have a baby. And that was mm-hmm. her saying, you know, she's obviously sent them, you know, like a baby gift or something. Interesting. So that, that was interesting. But my favorite Easter egg of the entire thing, and I think, Taylor, you're going to love this,
1: oh, is okay, I'm ready.
0: her song. Okay, there was a song, Betty. Also, something to know, she drops the F-bomb in four different songs.
1: Which is that is, new for her?
0: Yeah, very. She's never oh. she's not someone that like curses. Um if anything she said like shit once or something. But in Oh my god. actually Betty in the chorus, she drops the f bomb. So it's like obviously like all throughout the song cuz the chorus comes on all together.
1: Wow. But
0: Betty, which is what the song is called, it's actually a sneaky reveal of the name for Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively's third baby that they just had and they never announced the name of the child. Everyone knew that it was a girl and that they mm. had three girls, but in the song she talks about James and Inez which are okay. the two other daughters' names. So then uh-huh. people put it together and then they actually later in the day it was confirmed that that is the name of their third daughter.
1: Oh, is she yeah. friends with Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively? Yeah, she's been
0: close with them for a really long time. Um, oh. yeah, they've been like really good friends for a while. Do you know her song Gorgeous? No, Shameful Taylor. Well, in the beginning of Gorgeous, there's this like baby's voice that kind of sounds like gorgeous, and then it's like that's actually their daughter. And it was like they took a recording, and that's Blake and Ryan's um, oldest daughter actually saying that.
1: So they're oh. really close. Wow, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she talked to them first and was like, can I release this song named Betty?
0: <laughs> I'm going to pretty much guarantee that she did.
1: Right. Because right.
0: especially because she name dropped the other two daughters in the song, people were going to figure it out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm going to assume. And they probably thought that was like a cute way of like announcing it to the world, like having their friend who's releasing an album, like name a song after her. So yeah, it was super cute.
1: I like that. Yeah. I love like, riot, like, Lively and Ryan Reynolds too. Their
0: so. goals, if they ever break up, <sighs> I'll be so upset.
1: If they ever break up, love is totally dead.
0: I know, but yeah, no. 10 out of 10 albums, so good. I love it. I can't wait until we can actually see concerts again so that I can see the songs live. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely check it out. It's a it's I think one of her best.
1: Do you know where the name came from because I feel like it's just so random?
0: So Basically what she's saying is this album is a collection of stories. So not necessarily the stories are really about her. It's almost like folk stories that okay. she took inspiration from different things and then wrote songs about it. So that's why she called it folklore because it's, I guess that's kind of like the theme of it, that it's like almost like folk stories and stuff that she then like wrote poems about basically. Gotcha. I thought the same though, when I woke up and it, she said she was dropping it, like, I was writing in my group chat with, like, all of my friends at, like, Taylor Swift. And we were all, like, little concerned with the title.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because it was, like, so random. But now I'm obviously cool with it now that I've heard the album itself. But, I, yeah, I do wonder how she even thought of that title in the first place.
1: Yeah. Maybe I'll give it a listen because I've heard good things.
0: Yeah. It's, like... Honestly, I think it would be a good song for you to listen—a good album for you to listen to when you're at work and stuff. Like, it's definitely not a pump-up album that you're going to listen to mm-hmm. like, getting ready or at a pregame. But right, yeah,
1: won't be at a pregame for a very long time.
0: Right, but even pregame with yourself.
1: Right, you're right, you're right.
0: <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's that. And then one quick little thing: Billie Eilish announced that she's dropping a new song this Thursday. And I just needed to throw that in her, there because I love her and I'm excited for that.
1: All right. We'll have to keep our eyes out for that one.
0: Mm-hmm. Love new music.
1: Yeah. Me too. <laughs>
0: Should we talk about
1: – I like I like your hot takes. I think we had good hot takes. Yeah. Should we talk about the Wayfair scandal a little?
0: Oh, yeah. I'm, like, afraid if we talk about it, like, it's going to – like, we're almost, like, going to get bad juju. But, like – it's, I like, really freaky.
1: I know. Like, I so sometimes I'm skeptical to believe, like, conspiracy theories. But then when they start adding up, I'm, like, I feel like I can't avoid the signs. Like, I know. Like, this makes too much sense.
0: I know. So, break it down for our listeners who don't know anything about this. Um, I'm sure they've heard of Wayfair, the website, like, the company that sells, like, furniture.
1: Right. So, in case you've been living under a rock <laughs> – Um, it happened a few weeks ago. I think it broke. So it conveniently right after who was the woman that was Jeffrey Epstein's like, I think it was her wife. Yeah. Yeah. So conveniently after she was arrested, this like scandal from Wayfair kind of got brought to light and there was a photo released of like her with the owner, CEO, whatever of Wayfair that also, um, surface so now people are like piecing together but i guess allegedly if you go if you went on wayfair you would like type in like a certain pillow or something and it was like a person's name but the pillow would be like thousands upon thousands of dollars yeah and it would actually be like a child that was abducted and like you'd be buying the child
0: yeah. And then it even went a step further where there was eight different types of like a white cabinet and it looked like an Ikea cabinet, like nothing crazy. And mm. every and every different like cabinet that was on the site, looked the picture looked exactly the same. Yet it was each like a different name and it was like a person's name, but they were like unique names, like a lot of mm-hmm. like Hispanic names. And then the cabinets would be like, or something crazy like that or like different prices even though all the cabinets look the same and it was weird and then even further when you would type in one of the like a few of these names it would actually come up that they were immigrants that were held captive in ice and then now have disappeared
1: just yeah further yeah it it it, every arrow is pointing to illegal shit was going on and like they covered it up big time and i remember like sometimes i'll just like furniture shop just for fun because i like doing that kind of stuff and i remember going on wayfair and just like when I would like narrow my price range down, there would be a, a, a box to check that was like up to like ten thousand dollars or something like that, and I literally was like, "Who would ever?" It's Wayfair, right? What are you buying from Wayfair that costs over a thousand dollars? I right. mean, really, it's not like it's some boutique fu- furniture store where like the the fabric is like custom woven in like Egypt or some shit. Like it's Wayfair. It I made know. no sense.
0: I agree. It's and then the wafer ended up making a statement obviously denouncing all of these claims, saying like I don't even know how you could even say like no we're right. not doing this, but they basically right. were saying that and then they were saying these cabinets are expensive and that that's just it. Like they come from like imported wood or different stuff like that and we're saying like these prices yep. are valid and they're actually real. So it's bizarre.
1: I don't believe any of it. No. I, there's
0: definitely something sketchy going on. And I just have felt this whole thing growing for a while with Jeffrey Epstein. And there's just like, I don't know. I also just think it's weird that like no news outlets are talking about any of this mm-hmm. at all. It's just, I just feel like when it comes to like the media and Hollywood, it makes sense that there's some like really, really sketchy, scary shit going on. But Yeah. The, the people are getting way too smart and are figuring some of it out, so.
1: Yeah. I mean, this is probably, they're trying to make it, like, probably one of the biggest cover-ups, I feel. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, watch, like, 80 years from now, like, all this shit comes out, and it's like, yeah.
0: been like, you were onto something, like, you were, right, crazy. Right.
1: 2020, I wouldn't be surprised at all. No, neither. either. <laughs> this year I, is just...
0: either. Um... Well, if we're going to go from, like, one sketchy story to the next, should we talk some unsolved mystery?
1: Like, yes, please.
0: Guys, if you have not watched this show on Netflix, we do give you permission if you don't want to get spoiled to turn us off. But at the same time, go watch it and then come Mm -hmm. and listen. But also we'll break down some of the theories we have. So it's super interesting. Yeah. So basically it's this show on Netflix and each episode talks about a case that obviously involves murder and was never solved. So basically they didn't figure out who, you know, did the crime. Um, But these cases are not just like your normal murder case. Like they're pretty wild. They're really weird and they don't add up so that you know that like something definitely went down, but it's crazy that it hasn't been like discovered or figured out yet.
1: Yeah. It's, it's like hauntingly like, just, like, ominous, like, watching it, and you're like, this, the person who killed these people are still out there, like, that's, and there's no evidence of, like, them being caught anytime soon, like, that's what's so scary.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, it's terrifying. So, you want to talk about the first episode, Ray Rivera? Yeah, because
1: that one completely blew my mind.
0: Crazy. So, to sum this up, this guy, he was living with his wife in Baltimore, They moved from California to Baltimore because he got a new job. And this was, like, I feel like only, like, a year into them living there, maybe a year Mm -hmm. and a half. One thing led to another. He disappeared one day. They don't really know why. And then they searched for him for, like, 12 days. And they ended up finding that he was, like, fell through this type of, like, storage unit. But it was outside of a famous hotel in Baltimore. And yeah. they just don't know what happened. He was obviously dead there and his like, corpse, corpse was rotting, which was gross. But yeah. when the investigation was happening, obviously they thought it was a suicide, but no matter where he jumped from, whether it was the ledge of the hotel or there was a parking garage right across from it, experts, when they did the measurements, they didn't feel like it was actually phys- physically possible for a man who was wearing flip flops to be able to like jump and land Mm -hmm. and fall through the roof at that exact spot.
1: Yeah. And I agree. I definitely think he was like pushed or my other theory is he might. So I think he fell from the parking garage level. Right. Because I feel like if he had fallen from because the, the angles were not adding up from the hotel at all. Like there was no way it was too far. My thinking is he was probably being threatened by someone up at the parking garage level. He ran over the ledge and jumped thinking he would survive and just land on that rooftop. And, and then, then the he wall, f- the ceiling died through. Right.
0: Yeah. Cause what was suspicious was that right next to the hole where he fell through, there was mm-hmm. one flip flop found his glasses and his cell phone. But what's weird about it is that his glasses and cell phone do not have a scratch. So you'd think if someone right. fell from a decent way to where it was a fatal fall for them, there would at least his glasses would be broken or something. So it mm-hmm. almost looks like someone placed it there to almost look like he fell through or something. True. I feel really bad for that wife. Cause you can tell she's just really not over it. I mean, I don't blame her to be over it, but I feel like I find, you find out really what, and I think what makes it worse is all the, the whole police station thinks it's a suicide and she's just like, it's just not. So for her to not prove that he didn't kill himself and for something to happen, like she has to now live with that her whole life.
1: Yeah. My thing is though, like, and maybe his stuff was placed there, but I'm like, still, where did he fall from? Like, that's what I really want to know. Because you don't too. just end up through the roof. It doesn't happen.
0: Well, there were some other theories saying that he was, like, pushed from a helicopter.
1: True. I don't know if I believe that one. I feel like people would notice a low-flying helicopter.
0: See, that's the only thing, too. I'm like, that's noisy. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I mean, yeah, that would add up because it looks like his body really rent, went through that ceiling. Right. And they said it was metal, so it, you would think it would have to be from, like, a really high up fall. And the Mm -hmm. parking garage, even the medical examiner was like, I think you could survive a jump like that. Like, it's not. Yeah. That's a very bizarre one.
1: Yeah. That one was weird. I mean, they're all really weird. The second episode, I was like, what? Like
0: The hairdresser? Yeah. 13 minutes. What happened in those 13 minutes?
1: I don't know. So basically, she was just at her. She was this woman. She was a hairstylist. And it was a normal day. She was just doing people's hair. And in the middle of the day, she just disappeared. Yeah. And like, no one know I guess there was a phone call or something. Right. So she and answered she- the
0: phone for a customer. And then from that phone call to the next phone call that she never picked up, it was 13 minutes. So they're thinking that's whenever something happened. And it was just 13 minutes at something happened and for her to leave like she was heating up her food and it was like left there yeah. like it, it and like her truck was parked somewhere that it never usually is people say it's always parked in the same spot and it was like parked mm-hmm. weird um it is sad that they ended up finding her body like two years later
1: i know because then I there know. was no
0: evidence to see really
1: what happened
0: because it was just bones
1: i do think it was her husband though New Me husband. Too. Yeah. Yeah. He was just weird. He's so weird. How
0: he sleeps with the ashes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just bizarre. And it's also very unsettling, the fact that, like, he did not get along with her son at all. Like, he truly just wanted her to himself. And I think because she was, like, also being there for her son, he didn't like that. And that could have been motive in my eyes.
0: Yeah. I mean, she could have said, like, i'm choose i'm gonna choose my son over you and if he knew that then he was like well no i'm getting the last word i just think what's such a red flag is like the day she went meet, missing he changed his
1: locks right and, like, and who didn't does let that? the son
0: go back in
1: yeah it's weird
0: and at first he was like well i was nervous because i didn't know if someone was going to come to the house and it's like fair but the son also said he banged and yelled in the door for hours and you didn't let him in so then that doesn't make sense.
1: Right, like your story's not adding up and people are like... And I guess his big, he had an alibi, I guess. Yes. But they also were like, if he really wanted to, he could have finagled a way to do it. Yeah, so they I'm said like, it
0: wasn't impossible. It was just unlikely. Um, and let's go back to Joe Exotic. Murder for hire is a real thing.
1: Right. Hi, Joe. So
0: we're not saying he exactly did it or was the one to grab her. They could have mm-hmm. then drove the wife to an area where he was like we don't know
1: right we have no idea but I definitely think he played a part me too and
0: And I feel bad that he has the ashes and his son can't have him
1: I know that's it's just weird like how much he hated the son for no reason it sounded like
0: it doesn't make sense it's almost like he holds this animosity all this long because the son in his eyes is the reason why he had a killer and that's the reason why he can't have her, her
1: Right. I don't know.
0: Yeah. But if there's anything to come, good to come from the show, um, because I know it probably sounds like super gruesome and dark, but mm-hmm. if you watch the episode with Alonzo Brooks, which was the African-American guy who was found dead in like a creek after they went to like – him and his friends went to some party in like a small town in Kansas. And then – what ends up happening and was so terrible for the family is they said that they couldn't find any type of foul play and they think he might have just like died there, but it doesn't make any sense because his boots no. were found by that farm thrown randomly in a hat and
1: remember mm-hmm. he said
0: he hurt his ankle, so why would he have just been walking around without right. shoes? Right. And then he got into that racial argument because someone was saying racial slurs to him earlier in the night in the party. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this was obviously a yeah. hate crime.
1: Yeah, 100%. 100%. And I also found it very suspicious that the cops looked for this body and then the minute the family went out there, they found him within like five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And the cops had looked for months and they couldn't find him. Like that's just either someone put the body there like after the cops had stopped moving because they thought the searching was over or the cops weren't really looking that hard.
0: Right. And it could be either way because... I mean, when you're talking about a small town like that, racism exists. Like, let's be real. And yeah. it, I mean, it's obviously very scary to think that even the police force would go through such lengths that this poor family can't find their son, but I can guarantee you it's happened. This, So mm-hmm. it's, yeah. So, but to shed some, I guess, positivity and maybe something can come from this. Because of Unsolved Mysteries and this case getting more publicity again, they have decided to get his body exhumed, Mm
1: -hmm. which
0: means that so they basically dug up his body from his grave in the graveyard and they're basically going to, I guess, kind of reopen the case or just like do another autopsy on his body and see. Because I think what was the most frustrating part is they said they couldn't determine how he died and they couldn't determine that there was any foul play.
1: Right. And I feel like you can always find a cause of death. I like hi, law and order. Yeah. Every episode they know how the person died. Like you can't just sit here and say, Yeah, we don't know. That doesn't been, make sense. Yeah.
0: Like maybe that medical examiner couldn't be trusted. Like what do you mean yeah. no? Like yeah. his body was found I think sixteen days or no, actually no, yeah. twenty eight days or something. So that's yeah. not like how that poor other hairdresser where it was, you know, right two years.
1: Right. You still have all your muscle and like your skin, like you're not decomposed that much. Trust me. We took a forensics class. Dead people. Okay. Sophomore year of high school. We know what we're talking about. Okay. Look it up. It's a thing. They definitely could have figured it out. If he had drowned, there probably would have been like evidence of that in his lungs. Yes. That's all I'm saying.
0: I'm going to definitely be watching for updates because, oh my gosh, I just feel bad for all of these families that you really can't close the book and try and move on with your life because you're always going to want to get justice for your family member that was killed. And it's hard to do that when you know that the person that did it is walking around free.
1: Yeah. I do think this series is like so great because it probably has brought to light so many of the cases and people are probably now thinking like, oh shit, like that happened in my town or like... You know, like, I know someone who was, like, acting a little weird that day. Like, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, like, publicity. And people will do anything to be famous. So, like, if they know something, they'll come forward.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I, I find crime docs so interesting. But mm-hmm. sometimes I feel a little guilty being into this stuff because then I feel like it's, like, I'm getting entertainment over pe- other people's pain. But in a series like this where it could actually help, by making yeah. it's so public that makes me feel good about it. And like not as bad for being so into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll say, I don't know. I feel good about it. I think it could only be good.
0: Yeah. It's 2020. I mean, so much has changed since when, when a lot of these cases are, which was like the late 1990s, early 2000s. So, yeah, but definitely we fully recommend you guys watch the series. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kept me up at night, me wondering like who did I know. Get it.
1: I know. If you think any of the cases are cracked, don't go in with that mindset because you're just they're gonna they're have not. questions. Yeah, yeah, they're not. They're not. <laughs> so, not to give anything away, but
0: yeah, I mean we've given away like three episodes, but we did warn you guys. So, so. it's your own fault. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like that might be about it for this week.
1: Yeah. I think so. I don't think I have anything else for you.
0: <laughs> like me as well. I think I have gone through kind of all of my topics, you know, we go from celeb engagement, Taylor Swift album, child trafficking, unsolved. Murder.
1: Murders. Yep. I love just, murder.
0: Just another day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just another episode of Uncorked and Unfiltered.
0: But as we always do, um, if you guys can, please subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to. Also, if you guys have Apple Podcasts, we would love if you guys could rate and review our podcast. It would mean so much to us. You can follow us on Twitter, which is uncorked underscore podcast, and on Instagram, which is uncorked underscore unfiltered.
1: And as always, everybody, stay hydrated.
0: And drink wine. Bye, guys.